Hello, and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. The movie this week is Logan. Lucky Logan. Logan Lucky? No, just regular Logan. <laughs> Logan from 2017, directed by James Mangold and written by James Mangold, Scott Frank, and Michael Green. And if you look on IMDb, there's all these credits for all the characters that were created by different comic book writers and, I, and a couple of artists. And I recommend you look at that stuff because they deserve the credit. Uh, I'm just going to mention Len Wein. R.I.P. Starring Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Daphne Keene, Boyd Holbrook, Stephen Merchant, and Richard E. Grant. Oh, yeah, and Eric LaSalle from uh, Coming to America. Good movie. I mean, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. saw that two days ago. Yeah. Again, for, yeah. for like the millionth mm-hmm. time. Sarah recognized him. She's like, is that the Soul Glow guy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that. I had to look it up. You're good at faces. Yeah, I'm good. I'm better at bone structure than faces. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who's the Wolverine guy? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, James Hallett. Um, James Hallett. Spoiler: sorry. We're not talking about Wolverine Origins. Um, Wait, what else did he go by? Was it Slim? No, that's what he. Yeah. That's that's Cyclops. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying to remember. Make what, me sick. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to remember his like. Casino Day's name. Patch. When he, when he was, was that it, Patch? Yes. Because he had an eye patch. Because yeah. he was hanging out with uh, Hulk, right? He was hanging out with Mr. Fix-It, a.k.a. Grey Hulk. Yeah. But they were working at a casino. They were working at Madripoor. Yeah. And he wore an eye patch. <laughs> that was enough to disguise him from people. <laughs> that can't be Wolverine. He's got an eye patch. <laughs> 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 I think I would recognize him if he, if he had an eye patch. <laughs> That's not the Hulk. That's Mr. <laughs> Fix-It. He's got the same haircut he's always got. Nope. He's got an eye patch. So oh, he's yeah. light gray and he's wearing a suit. Oh, yeah. A Hulk is green. He can't be the gray. He can't be the Hulk. See, that's a history I'm not familiar with. I don't know why <laughs> Hulk was gray for a while. Originally, he was gray in the comic, but then they recolored it, uh, the early issues. Into a darker green. Yeah, but why did they switch him back to gray? There had to be a reason. Because he, like, had intelligence, too, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's all writer preference, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? Like, so if I became Hulk's writer, yeah. I could just change him to, to that was the black, whole- black and white stripe? Yes. That's not true. Yes. Aaron, they're standards. Uh, yeah? Hulk so is what you're green saying- in the movie, therefore he must be green in the comic. I know the way this works. So you're saying that if you went into um, early 60s... So, Sarah, how are you doing? Oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I see what he did there right there. It's okay. You don't need to hear my story. No, I want to know. No? I was listening. I was trying to 
No, no, we set up a role playing scenario where Joel was walked into the Marvel bullpen. I got so upset I knocked my microphone. (laughs) Of the late 1960s, and you walked up to Stan, and you were like, "Hey, I got this idea, but we're making the Hulk gray." And he'd say, "We already did that," and then he runs off. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I assume he sounds like when he runs. How impish you make him sound. Well, he's a, he's an impish fellow. He's a, he's a man who's not afraid to imp around on occasion. That's true. Stand the man, right? So this is uh, a violent movie. Holy crap, yeah. Which is funny because when I think of superhero movies, I think of violence. Like, my problem with Iron Man 3 was there was so much gunplay... And, you know, it was all Tony out of the armor. For some reason, I have no problem with Tony Stark flying around in his armor, blasting people with his repulsor rays. But as soon as he's him and, and Rhodey are running around shooting people with guns, I'm like, okay, children shouldn't be seeing this. This is at least a rated R movie. For the right reasons, I think. Yeah. You wanted a stabby Wolverine. Here he is. It felt more gritty than your usual X-Men type movies. Yeah. Definitely, I was impressed by that. It felt like they were, like, I feel that in earlier uh, X-Men movies, there'd be, like, some, like, you'd see Wolverine, like, try to stab someone and the camera would cut away or something. In this one, there was no... No cutaway. No cutaways whatsoever. Right, or or the the usual, he cuts something and it just, you know, there's no blood. Yeah. Right? Somebody dies from the stabby-stabby or all the stuff like that. This is... Yeah, people's people getting their heads poked through, and and you know, well, you know, heads getting cut off. Yeah, heads will roll, man. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, usually if you see a head getting cut off, it, it's like after aftermath. And they had one of those parts where somebody you know threw out a, a head that they had severed, but later you get to see a head just just get lopped off real good. I think there was there was a good spin mm. to it when when it got chopped off. Yeah, it's a certain artistry to that, you know. I don't know. I you know I, I've been I've been digging through all these nineteen eighties early seventies horror movies and it, like the prosthetic head flying off and stuff like that. The most impressive one I've seen recently with decapitation was in the Omen, where uh, paint of glass you know oh yeah knocks off David Warner's head. <laughs> and this one I was like that's that was gross and violent. That's probably the way it would really be. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fox. Did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I I did. I found it kind of uncomfortable in some places just because it feels painful. It feels painful for the characters and it feels kind of like an arduous journey for them. And um, this is one of the movies that has most reminded me of my dad since we started doing this podcast. It's just like, yeah, this one reminded me kind of of my dad because my dad is like an older, like, fighter type person and he's, he's disabled and I've, I've helped him through a lot of uncomfortable things in his life. And there was some stuff that happened in the movie that kind of reminded me of just being like with someone that's grouchy because they're in pain or whatever. And your father has an adamantium skeleton that he got after uh, his motorcycle accident, I believe you were telling me. 
My dad's not a wolverine. He doesn't have uh, a skeleton that has claws. But uh, now, nobody's saying your dad is Wolverine, you know. Just, but yeah, he had a motorcycle. Yeah, just, <laughs> he has motorcycles. He's, he's like Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, a spirit of vengeance. Yeah, he's got a flaming head and a penitence stare. Penitence, penance, penance stare, penance. In that way, it kind of reminded me of the wrestler too. You mean? Oh, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Ew, Mickey Rourke. Anyway, yeah, he was an Iron Man too. Yeah, he was, and he looked all greasy in that one, too. Like somebody tried to grease him, fit him into a, I don't know, skin that's too tight for his face. Sounds like a Mickey Rourke. This is a total tangent, but earlier today I was in the bookstore, and these kids were looking at a magazine rack, and they were taking down the muscle magazines where they were like bodybuilders. Nice, nice. And they were like... Ew, why are these people doing this? <laughs> and it was just funny. That's, that's just what peak male performance right. looks like. You may not think it's attractive, but it's... No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, like, extreme anyway. Well, yeah. I, this, I mean, I'm used to Hugh Jackman looking extreme, right? Like, I think in... Uh, Spoiler for X Men Apocalypse: When he shows up in that, he's he's looking pretty pretty juiced up, right? And like you could see those like before, like X Men the first movie compared to how he looked in in uh, uh, First Class or something like that. How much like different sort of weightlifting? Like I don't know if he's using that like human uh, that body hormone or whatever it's called that that Stallone was using or or what. In this movie, he doesn't have like we we see him in lots of tank tops, but he's he's not looking like yeah. I mean, he still lo- uh, he looks pretty amazing. He's I mean, no, no, he's still yeah. jacked. I mean, yeah. he can still beat the crap out of me. I'm not yeah. saying that. No, yeah. Hugh Jackman, please don't, please don't oh, beat the crap will. out of me. No, he's gonna beat the crap out of you now. No, I'm so sorry. Which one was the Japanese one? I was the Wolverine by the same director. That X Men Origins semicolon the Wolverine. No, it didn't have an X Men Origins in it. <laughs> so the Origins one is the one where he gets a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a a it's brother. About a, it's about a girl looking for an apartment. <laughs> hey, that was a good synopsis. All right, it's uh, it's the one where Sabretooth is played by Leah Shriver. Yes, yes. And, and it's got Gambit and Deadpool. Oh yeah, that sort of thing. And Will I Am? And like a larger fighter person. What wasn't there a Hobbit in that movie too? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you talking about you talking about the Blob? Oh, was that that a character in that movie? Yeah. Then yes, I, I'm sure that's what I was thinking of. It's got Sabretooth, right? <laughs> yeah. They we already talked about that. They oh, cover a sorry. lot of ground there. Yeah, that movie's got a lot going on. So then what happens in the Japanese one? He goes to Japan and he gets a girlfriend. And he gets his claws cut off. Spoilers. Does he train with like samurai or something? <laughs> I really, I honestly don't remember <laughs> the Wolverine except for thinking by the end being very mad at it 
for some nerdy reason. Well, the ending was pretty horrible. Okay. There and that's was, what I was referring to. And I'm not talking about just that, he, you know, his claws are irreparably damaged and that never gets brought up again. No, but it's so it's so dumb because, like, because then he pops bone claw out, like, it, it, but it's uh, inexplainable because, like, so many spoilers for X-Men and the Wolverine. But it's like, he gets his claws cut off, but, like, they're still, like, adamantium nubs. Mm. But then he gets his bone claws out anyway, somehow. I. Well, I mean, his bone claws would regrow. It doesn't. No, but, like, never mind. It just doesn't make sense. Did you get smarter, Aaron? Because you're talking about this, and I see that you're wearing glasses. <laughs> and you're it's right. like, suddenly I realized it, it's a very intelligent yeah. argument uh, he's making. <laughs> if, you've ever, if you've ever played the Fallout games, uh, you get a plus one to your intelligence when you put glasses on. No way. Plus one to your perception. No way. So, this makes sense. Yeah. Your character is automatically nearsighted. Perceived as more intelligent <laughs> by others. Mm. Yeah, Sorry, that's what it should I be. Just it should be no, plus, <laughs> plus one to deception. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being, yeah, it's like being British. Everyone assumes you're smarter, right? Because of your accent, I guess. I, I don't know. We've got that thing. But yeah, let's let's go back here. I have to say the violence in this movie was treated in a way, I, I like it fit this movie because it wasn't like any of the other superhero movies. Mm. It was treated as kind of a chase, like we you know we had comparisons to Terminator Two, comparisons to the video game The Last of Us, comparisons to uh, Sarah's dad. Uh, <laughs> it just it didn't feel like we had world ending stakes or that we had to have huge battle scenes where people were flying around or anything like that like I, I, I agree with you that this movie totally didn't have like the we, we gotta stop that apocalypse save the world gotta stop Oscar Isaac but uh um spoiler Oscar say, Isaac is apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> Got to say though I was not impressed with the trailer <laughs> and maybe it was their choice of song the hurt song they played that one far too many times in trailers recently so I think I was a little turned off when I saw the trailer for this movie originally in the theater and I was like eh, I don't know if I want to see the sad wolverine movie you know what I mean? They're all sad Wolverine movies. No, but this one was like heavily Im 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 <laughs> implicit that it was going to be like, this is the Wolverine movie that'll make you cry, bub. <laughs> I, I like Wolverine as a character in any of these movies, and forgive me, I'm not that knowledgeable about the X-Men beyond that. That's fine. Beyond no the worries. movies and beyond, you know, a little bit here and there, but... I think he's a badass character and that there's always this like attitude you get with him. And um yeah, I think Hugh Jackman does a great job and certainly. And I I wasn't that eager to see this movie initially, but then I heard good things and I was like, yeah, I want to watch that. So Well, we didn't watch it. We didn't watch it until it came up for the show. I I think it was mostly me that was like I don't really want to watch another X-Men movie. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like superhero burnout at this point. Just, uh... You're not the only one. <laughs> I, like, forced myself to watch... I, I don't want to get into DC versus Marvel thing, but, yeah, I forced myself to watch 
uh, Batman versus Superman. And, uh, you know, there, there were parts of that movie I liked, but there was a lot of boring stuff going on too. We're the same. On and that. then I feel, but I still, I feel that way about some Marvel movies. Like it just doesn't have the magic for me. Like I, I can see that Doctor Strange is a fun, entertaining movie, but it didn't have the, didn't have the spark for me that like, I don't know, like going back to the first Iron Man or even the, the first Avengers. And so I I felt that uh, X-Men Apocalypse was just like, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. You That's know. where I was with that one, too. And I kind of felt that, honestly, I kind of felt that way about Days of Future Past, like after sitting on it for a while and thinking about it. So Never saw it. You haven't seen Days of Future no. Past? You should watch it. No. Come on. You just told me exactly what I was thinking when Don't, I saw the trailer. You saw Apocalypse. Well, yeah. It's better than Apocalypse. Okay. It's a lot better than okay. Apocalypse. It's 100%. Sarah, would you say it's better than Apocalypse? Weren't we just talking about the Days of Future Past with, like, the period costumes and stuff? That was X-Men Origins. Yeah, because Wolverine's in the 70s when he gets a motorcycle that's not from the 70s, and he's being chased by a helicopter that's not from the 70s. And he drives on that freeway next to, like, a 2010 Camrys. Yeah. And <laughs> but it's during the 70s. <laughs> or earlier. Or earlier. Yeah, we still haven't pinned that one down. <laughs> it's supposed to be a nom. Oh. So it has to be 70s. Fair enough. You're right. That was what we were talking about. Um, I know one spoiler for Days of Futures Past. Can I can I spoil every X Men movie? Is, is it the, okay, more is spoilers, it the, everybody. Is it that futures have have pasted? No, it was something about Kitty Pride and a, a magical power she has at the end of the movie. Okay, well, as we know about secondary mutations, it's completely possible that well because this is taking place in an alternate dimension. It's not even really oh, fair their, enough, fair their enough. future. Because let me tell you right now, no, I'm just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> Just, there there are portals that they go through, and they can be different people in those portals. I like the way that you laid that out like you were rapping. <laughs> it's portals, yo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I'm down. I'm I just down. remember people blasting here and there. Blasting them abs. That's right. So there is a special power? Oh, well, I heard she, like, like turned back time or some shit. If I can turn back time. No, that's not what she does. Well, I, I think like she put, opens her hand at the camera and then rewinds the whole movie, right? She can reach. You know, you know how she can like make things, make herself intangible? Yeah, she can phase. Well, she can, she can phase through time, too, okay? Who phases? Uh, what's the name She's of the actress that played her? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Oh. She, yeah, Kitty Pride's a Jewish girl from New York. Yeah, she great. can phase through things. Don't hit your microphone just because you're so upset about that. I'm just saying. X-Men. Are you guys going to come to blows during yes. this recording? <laughs> I'm just we, we need to talk more about Logan before okay. we get the spoilers. Sorry. It's a brand new movie. Sorry. I know. Right, We're Logan, having fun. We're having Logan, fun. Logan. So, uh, okay, let's talk a bit. Let's talk a little bit. I, I keep wanting to talk about subjects that I'm afraid we're going to leave Sarah out on. I can don't, we talk I don't about, mean to do that. Can we talk about Logan's um, his, his uh, employment in this future world? 
that he lives in? You can talk about anything you want to. I, there was just some stuff I was going to leave out cool. until after we go to spoilers on the cool. movie. Cool. All right. He's a limo driver. Yeah, that's right. He drives limos. That's right. He also sleeps in his limo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And then when a couple of gang members come up, for some reason, steal his rims, <laughs> steal his tires, <laughs> he's got to take them down. It's a rough future. It's like 2029, Joel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 2029. He's got like some sort of. It, I mean, they don't go into the movie why he's sick. He's just got like an illness that's that's making it so that he can't heal anymore, and he's like actively aging. Like he's got gray hair and stuff like that. He blames it on the adamantium. Uh, we're not really sure. I have to say, I don't. I don't like the way they they basically acknowledge that X Men uh, Origins Wolverine did actually happen. Mm. With one of the plot devices in this movie, like I didn't catch that, but I I I, I don't really hold a lot of Wolverine movie details in my brain. Oh, to be honest with oh. you, so. I, I don't remember the second one. I remember the first one well because I found it so upsetting. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what was the? I mean, is it too much of a spoiler to ask? Or it is, is too much people? of a spoiler okay. at well, this moment. Well, okay, I'll I'll just keep a little uh, bookmark on that. And ask you later. It didn't. It didn't seem to throw back any nods to the Wolverine, which mm-hmm. was also directed by James Mangold. So I'm not. Yeah. But you want to talk about how he's a limo driver? Well, yeah. I just thought that was cool. You like him? You'd I mean, like him to drive your limo for you? He well, seems pretty grouchy. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying the scenes where he was just doing like his job, I thought were pretty funny. Like the driving all the the ladies around in the back of the limo. And oh, the, I forgot about uh, the montage thing. Yeah, the little montage there. That was fun. I thought that was pretty cool. It's just a regular Joe. He's got to, he's got to, you know, make that money so mm-hmm. he can get, he can get pills, man. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's got to get, yeah, he's, he's got to get that. He's got to get profs. Yeah, is that a spoiler? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care. It we're, happens in the first com- like twenty minutes. We're oh. coming up to things that I did not know about until after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just going to spoil that for you. I apologize if you you consider this to be a a, a terrible reveal, but uh Logan the the Logan is taking care of Professor X who is in his 90s at this point and he's being kept on a site in Mexico because he he's gonna it seems like he's gone a bit senile, right? And he like is having trouble controlling his powers, so and also, it seems like maybe people would be looking for him to do, you know, things to his brain. Probably the Red Skull. Yep. That's a weird moment in comics. That happened. Yeah. Did you feel... I? You said you really like the old man Logan story. Oh, yeah. I actually thought that was a pretty good move that Marvel pulled. What, the actual old man Logan yeah. story or separating this movie almost completely from it other than... Uh, the basic premise well, that I mean, he's old. Gonna, not gonna lie, I wish they had. I mean, I, the budget alone for that probably would have been stupid for them to try to pull. And then the fact that a lot of Marvel properties and X Men properties are not owned by the same company, right? Right. Now. It couldn't have happened. Logistically, it would not have happened. It couldn't. Have, I wish. I wish. I mean, it wouldn't have been good. It would have been real bad. Joel, what, what do you mean by bad? What do you I mean, mean like X Men Origins Wolverine bad. What do you mean? I, See, I don't understand what you're trying to say here because because <laughs> that was a great movie. No, no, because you to... love it. No, I'm just saying that old man Logan comic, pretty amazing. No, that's what I'm saying. 
Now imagine them trying to make a movie version I, of that. I'm there. I'm no, there. let's do it. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. There's so many things happening in there that they wouldn't be able to do. Well, yeah, they couldn't do at this point in time now. Not until Disney buys Fox or whatever. No, I don't mean because of the characters. I mean, imagine this, we're in a situation with her. Can you imagine them trying to, to do, uh, I'm just going to throw these, uh, throw a couple words out there. Uh, the Spider-Mobile. Oh, it would have been so cool. Can you imagine them trying to do that? Heck yeah. Would it look good? Oh, it would look beautiful. You're full of ass you CGI. are i'm gonna bleep myself out you were so full of we we were just yeah you were saying like they couldn't have pulled it off monetarily right yeah, yeah. the budget right yeah and and the the real problem is is that the old man logan story involves a lot of avengers properties mm-hmm. oh i see so it, it crosses over into the disney stuff and fox and disney are mostly separate Except for Quicksilver. I mean, there are a couple of uh, parts in, in that storyline that are a little too creepy for what I want to see on the screen. Uh, what are you talking about, Aaron? Uh, that would be involving the Hulk and She-Hulk uh, breeding, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I'm not sure if, you, if you're if you aware of the comic book writer Mark Millar. I mean, he he just <clears throat> got a big deal for like Netflix, right? Oh, yeah, he got a big deal. He's not afraid to cross lines. I'm not sure if he's as prolific as Garth Ennis when it comes to lines. You know, he might be. I'm not sure. But he's he's definitely done, you I know. I prefer Ennis over more. I, I've often heard to, uh, Chris, Mil- uh, Chris uh, not Chris Millar, Mark Millar's work as referred to as Edgelord. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he definitely goes for the, the. He did Kick-Ass. Yeah. And Kick-Ass 2, the second Kick-Ass. His uh, Old Man Logan did impress me, though. And I think it was how playful he was with a lot of the Marvel properties that made it interesting and fun. No, I, I agree that that's a good story. Yeah. I just don't think it could ever be put on No, film. well, it just... It, it goes too deep on certain things. And you would have to spend so much time trying to explain certain things to people right it, that it, you're right it probably wouldn't be a very good movie no i still want it to happen though yeah it's not gonna happen i'm sorry they I can't just, kill we can't kill our dreams yeah we gotta dreams, have dreams dreams are in the toilet thank you sarah well when they re- reboot all this stuff in the next five years maybe yeah maybe oh, they yeah, get your wish when they get the brand spanking new iron man and that brand spanking new thor mm-hmm. yeah they're just gonna like totally reboot them, right? They're not gonna. Oh, yeah, they're sure. not gonna do like re 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 Williams. I, I, at some point, Robert Downey's just gonna be like, I don't and, want to do this anymore. And Lady Thor. <laughs> oh no! I I heard that they're gonna be like rebooting them after Infinity War Part okay, Two. Okay. Okay. Which which kind of stinks for the people that they're just setting up, like yeah. Tom Holland. Oh, man. But I guess it's no not kidding. really an issue for them. Because Sony could just run with it. That's true. That's true. They're already doing all the spinoffs. Venom! And uh, they announced something else recently, too. That I'm drawing. Oh, wasn't the Black Cat and somebody? Uh, you're, you're, you're far more informed than I am on this eh? Okay, well. Sarah, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go into spoilers? We are <laughs> really talking about the this movie. This movie's about Logan, right? It is about Logan, and he cuts people. Uh, uh. And I think we all really enjoyed it, but it is very, very violent. Snick, snick. 
Did you enjoy it, Aaron? Snick, snick, snick. Actually, I gotta say, I was very not into this movie when I saw the trailer in theaters originally, and I was like, I don't want to see a Downer Wolverine movie. And that was kind of my mantra about it, and I didn't want to see it. Maybe at the time, I just wasn't ready to see it, but when Joel was like, we're watching this, I kind of went like, no, and then I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'm really glad that I that I went, I'll do it, because uh, it was good. It was a really good movie, and I'm really glad I got to see Snickety Snick Wolverine doing some Snicky Snick Snickety. Also, I just really like Patrick Stewart, and I'm really glad he was involved in this movie again. But he curses a lot. That's that's great. I mean, not in real life. He curses a lot in this movie. I know. He also plays a CGI poo in an emoji movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying he took a CGI poop in this movie. No, not no. In There's the definitely emoji a part movie. where Logan and him go into a bathroom. Was he like, didn't oh, take a CGI poo in this. He's gonna movie. have to wipe Logan. <laughs> Logan's gonna have to wipe his ass. <laughs> There are some bathroom scenes in this one, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> Recommended? Yeah, I, I, I would actually say watch this movie. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, not if you don't really like violence, and it is a little bit depressing in some places. I get not wanting to watch something that's depressing, but... He's not in his prime. That That's what the whole movie is. And uh, so if that's going to bug you, then I would say don't. But otherwise, it's an entertaining movie. I feel like they put in enough substitutes for him not being in his prime to make up for it. There's, there's plenty of old-style Wolverine action without him having Hugh Jackman himself having to do all the, the backflips and, and the, the, you know... The f- the flying kung fu Wolverine that he's famous is he ever do that? Never mind. He's really a brute force fighter. He's not like there's that one scene in the very first X Men movie where he his claws drag around the uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, and they cut off something. Yeah, don't you remember? That's when he fought Sabretooth, but that Sabretooth didn't talk. That was a different Sabretooth in a different. Land far, far away. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of that actor. He was some wrestler. Anyway, <laughs> from this point forward, we're going to go into spoilers. Spoilers for Logan. <laughs> Logan, spoilers. Spoilers for Logan. Logan, spoilers. Uh, before we switch over to that, let me just say that if you enjoy our show, check out all of our episodes. They're all available on iTunes, Stitcher, the usual places. We have done over 110 movies at this point. Lots of things that people would like if they wanted to listen to us. Wait, that, that that's a terrible sentence. Anyways, what, what do you guys like? You like Crawl? Crawl's pretty good. You like uh, maybe maybe some of that Jurassic Park action? Hold on to your butts. Uh, what's a what's a what's a movie? Labyrinth. Quincy's Quest. That's not. People don't know about that. <laughs> yet <laughs> just wait till I reboot it starring I, I don't know uh, Channing Tatum oh. I would watch that yeah of course <laughs> exactly anyways lots of lots of fun stuff available on that rights holders there. to Quincy's Quest contact mm-hmm. us and you've li- if you'd like to request a certain movie that you want us to talk about, please feel free to contact us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PDSMIOS, at our Twitter account, which is at Outer Space Pod, or just send us an email at please don't podcast at gmail.com. 
Aaron responds to every email with a nude photo. Uh, and a kiss. What? Don't be gross. <laughs> Ew, kisses. Goodies. So, Logan, eh? Oh, Spoilers yeah. for Logan? Right, we're past the the wall of non-spoilers. Yes, we're actually talking about what happened in Logan 2017 now. All right. If all you right. don't want to be spoiled on it, you should have stopped. You should have stopped. I gave you all the clues, Logan. So what do you think of that little girl? You know, the beginning of the movie, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be like a children of men, like uh-huh. mutant thing. And and then that quickly, very quickly realized that that is it. There aren't any more mutants, but the little girl's a mutant. And they're trying to save her because everybody doesn't get it. <laughs> 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 I thought it was kind of cool, but yeah, there there were a few issues for me, but I thought it was I thought that uh I liked it better than if it had been just another little like like little have we said what it is yet or the little girl or No. Okay. You can you can break it right Feel now. Free. Breaking news. So the the little girl is like a little Logan. Um, she's like a little... Snake, snake. Little snake, little snake. She's a little Logan Lucky. She's a little, um, child of, of, uh, Wolverine. (laughs) He he didn't know, but he has a daughter. (laughs) He didn't know the mother. (laughs) (laughs) He sowed his wild oats. It's a clone. She's a clone of Wolverine. They're all clones of other things and uh we get this we get this really br- one of the worst parts of this movie and this is a movie we all really enjoyed uh in my opinion this part where the there's a, a mexican woman who's trying to smuggle this young girl out laura and she gets offed at some point and so we're watching this video footage she's done and there's there's so much video footage like who was doing all these videos and she's obviously had access to a, an editing booth because she's done a voiceover for the entire video. It's a bit unbelievable in this part, guys. Just gonna just gonna put that out there I that think- she really went through all the time to edit all that footage together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little unbelievable. Yeah. Also, like, who let her have the GoPro? I'm submitting. I'm submitting <laughs> this to the Academy Awards. <laughs> I feel so like that was like short. that was like a separate project. Yeah. <laughs> like they gave somebody that task, and then that person just popped it into the spot of the movie. Yep. And there's there are shots, there's shots where it is filmed like somebody's you know got the camera and they're they're filming it, but there are also shots that are kind of done like. You're in the the person's hand view, like the camera moves with their hand yeah. or something like that, and other things like like wow, somebody did a really stylized video to expose this company, <laughs> and I, nobody caught on. I couldn't see the nurse just holding up her cell phone, like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. The whole time. No, no, <laughs> she just secret, always, secret facility. Uh uh-uh. uh she, she sticks it in her pocket and she pretends she's uh, playing Pokemon Go. I mean, that's oh, you know, that's true. that's true. I didn't understand that they were in Mexico. I mean, oh, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess the facility must have been because she was like, all oh, these young Mexican girls were impregnated with this and they never saw them again. 
No, I mean, I didn't know Xavier was in oh, there's Mexico. That, there's that part where he like goes through yeah, the border crossing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it was in the first time. We, we had to separate this movie. Like, we watched the first 20 minutes and then uh, had to come back to it later because they, they Aaron, had, Aaron was shot. Uh, yeah. said a real, that's why he's wearing glasses now. That's right. He's got robot eyes like uh, Jordy. Yep, LaForge. Um, <laughs> no, no, Jordy Smith. He lives oh. next door. <laughs> oh, hi, Jordy Smith. Uh, Shout out to Jordy. Uh. No, there was a moment where where, where the, the border. <laughs> there was a moment where the border crossing guy was very familiar with Logan, and he was like, "Oh, hey, like I see you yeah, every day." Like, hey, Jim, kind of a thing. But it was again, we, we chopped this up so much. I could totally see why you didn't remember that part. Yeah. Um, so there's m- more than one border that needs to be crossed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this this this, uh, this is an international movie. That's true. Yeah. Of, well, it's all, it's all on. North American, but yeah, yeah. Okay. They're going up. I'm with I'm with you. All right. So there were there were women impregnated with wolverines. Yep. <laughs> At least one wolverine. Yeah, but I don't know. Did they like ultra age the other one or something like that? Yeah, I don't understand how they got X twenty four. Yeah. To be, I like it. An adult. I like I like that they did that because I was too. totally not expecting it. That was actually the one thing that no one spoiled for me at the comic book store. Yeah. I was really impressed with all the nerds right now. Yeah, because normally they'd be like, and then the younger Wolverine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stabbed him. <laughs> Do you what you think of that part? Just, Even though you just told me you haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> gets all brutal. <laughs> that's that's such a Wolverine trope. Like yeah. he even says it. Like people around me get killed. Like oh no, duh. But when when that family oh, you know was nice enough to <laughs> take him. Take him to their house for dinner. Like, oh yeah, we're just a family hanging out. Like, oh, they're dead meat. Absolutely. I knew Professor X was going to die right then because he started having a monologue. Xavier used a a new power called um, Force Control Horses. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) Isn't that like a a D and D animal handling? I believe skill you're thinking. It's a ranger skill. I rolled a seventeen. I can you know I can tame this horse now. He just stared at it, though. Yeah. He calmed a horse. His eyes closed. Oh, sorry. I'm going to be straight out. I thought he was annoying in this movie. Really? Professor X? Yeah. I, ag- I, I agree with that. Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. It's not... Maybe, I mean, you know, I love Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I love movie. Patrick Stewart, yeah. I just... I, don't, uh, I, I, I guess I could just see through his flaws in this movie, then, because <laughs> I get to stare at him more. I Aww. see. Yeah. yeah, I love Patrick Stewart, but the, in this movie, I felt like his part was like so obnoxious mm. and cranky, and okay. and you know, Wolverine as a character has never really seemed like a softy, but he's having to take care of an old man, and in doing that, like having you know, basically things thrown at him and being cussed out, and like. <laughs> Yeah, he's senile, but it it felt really obnoxious for Wolverine. Like Wolverine is the ultimate softy. I mean, just look at the first movie when he like he picks up Rogue randomly, and she's like, "I'm Rogue." He's like, <laughs> "That's all I remember." He's immediately like, "I've got to protect this person." 
And that's always been his thing in the comic books, too. It's like Kitty Pride, I gotta protect her. Rogue, I gotta protect her. Jubilee, I gotta protect her. X-23, I gotta protect... I don't know if that that's actually Jubilation Lee. Jubilation Lee, right. <laughs> the parents were aiming for the stars there. That's right. <laughs> Not a mutant anymore. Now a vampire. Yeah. Oh, she hasn't changed back yet. Nope. Not as far as I know. That's cool. Way to stick to your. Game, I did see. Marvel. I did see that they are teasing that Wolverine will be the actual Wolverine will be coming back. It's called. It's called a Marvel Legacy, Joel. And uh, I don't need it. It's okay. He's been gone for three years, and guess what? We've got, like, two other Wolverines. It's fine. I wish he could have hatched from his adamantium. Uh, yeah, is it, yeah. how do you get out of that? I don't know. It's an alternate dimension, I, once again. I think they're just doing the whole, like, let's forget that happened yeah. thing. They made a good story. Yeah. Didn't Dakin come back? All, is he still all, back? All Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the snickety-snick people are back. I don't right like Dakin Bacon. I don't think anyone likes Should have had Dakin in this movie. They <laughs> they had some real slow parts where they were going from place to place in the beginning and then and then they go to this farm. These people, these nice people who never did anything wrong in their lives except own a soul glow company <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> 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 they, you know, offer to, to make them dinner. <laughs> yeah. They had the McDowell's pop-up. I know. I missed it. I wanted to go get myself a sexual chocolate shake. Mm. <laughs> no, a Big Mick. <laughs> Our buns have no seats. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they <laughs> introduced those guys, we were saying, uh-oh. He's po this poor innocent farm family <laughs> is gonna get killed, and when the sh goes down, yeah. like for that, I mm. thought that was actually really awesome. It was. It's effective. There were things happening I did not expect to see happening, and disturbing. And then when the young, you know, the younger Wolverine, Laura, or or you talking about other clone? X-24 or X-24? Yeah, they call, yeah. Them, they call them X-24, yeah. That was just awesome. Yeah. See did Wolverine not, fighting Wolverine? Did not expect that. I was not paying attention when that happened. I was like, oh, no, they must have tricked Wolverine. He's gone berserker, and now he's dead. He also got a haircut for some reason. Oh, wait, no. I thought that Professor X was dreaming or something for a moment there. And oh, I was yeah. like, that's, that's not this kind of movie, though. Nope. Like, no, okay, he, got, uh, he got Freddy Krueger. He woke yep. up in that dream. I thought it was Mystique. I thought that we were going to oh, get a... Oh, man. Yeah. Old Lady Mystique. <laughs> Played by Michelle Pfeiffer? I don't, I don't <laughs> Rebecca know. remains Stamos. She's I not mean, old. Rebecca remains something. She's eternally young. Like, Rebecca remain uh, Person. That guy from yes. Sliders. Mystique, Mystique, though, could make herself look like youthful, like, because that's her... Power. That's true. She could do anything. She could be actually be really. She could old. make herself look like Jennifer Lawrence or, or whatever, right? That's right. Yeah, mutant and proud. I was like, oh, it's gonna be Mystique, and then it wasn't, and I was like, what the heck is going on here? And then when they started go, when they started fighting each other, I was like, this is badass. This is like. A video game or the Terminator or something like yeah. it's awesome, mm -hmm. and 
it didn't have to be, you know, planes blowing up in the sky and CG. It was just a badass, like, fight. Badass. It was awesome. Yeah, lots of lots of human casualties. Not not very many like oh everything's getting destroyed thing. Like even when they're in in the big city, they, there's this whole part that takes place in a casino. Like and something major does happen, which is that Agent Cooper comes back and he starts getting jackpots all over the place. It's really cool. Oh no no, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, Charles has this issue where like i said he's going a little senile he's losing control of his power so when he erupts he affects everything within almost seems like half a mile radius it goes all out there and people are just paralyzed and wolverine you know is able to go on that's a cool sequence when he gets back upstairs and all those soldiers are inside the room and he's just you know he's in obviously in in really severe pain (laughs) and very slowly Walking up to each soldier and popping in his claws real quick, and then moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, he did a really, he did a really good job of acting like he was in pain because I felt bad for him in more than one part of this movie. I felt like he was definitely in pain. Yeah. So Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackman actually had some like skin cancer stuff. Oh yeah, I forgot for about while. that. Yeah, I don't know if it was during the filming of this one or or what, but he was he did battle that this year. And uh, his uh, his his words on it were "use sunscreen." Oh. Wow! So, uh, FYI, sunscreen Dang. good. Sunscreen is good. No sunscreen bad. bad. I didn't recognize. Sorry Stephen to drop Merchant. that truth bomb. No, it just, it's okay. <laughs> and I did it's good not to know. recognize Stephen Merchant. I did. I know you did. I was like, oh yeah, and it's Steve funny Merchant. because he wasn't even wearing a, a costume. It was just him, Caliban. Wearing a robe, and they shaved his head. Okay, so I basically, if he took off his glasses and shaved his head, he looks exactly like the character. Speaking of sunscreen, why are you shaking your head at me? (laughs) Speaking of the white kind, he's just got it all over. He's like powder. Yeah, I don't know what that character was, so I'm going to be honest and just say <clears throat> I was ignorant to what that situation was. Cal- Caliban's a Morlock. He lives underground. I think I, that's the only reason why he looks that way. Yeah, I only know him as the super buffed out, monsterish looking guy. But yeah, Aaron showed me that he used to look the way Stephen Merchant does in this movie. Well, what happened, I don't know what his powers are. I mean, are. just real, real, real uh, TLDR, but I'll, I'll do it real quick. But like Kitty Pride gets sick, and uh, Caliban finds her, and is like trying to like nurse her back to health. Talking about the original, comic? yeah, oh, way back in the day, like eighties comics, and uh, when they first encounter the Morlocks, and it's kind of one of those moments where you're like, is he is he actually trying to help her? Is he just trying to like get her healthy so he can eat her? Evil. Yeah, I don't, you don't, you don't know. But I he's kind of he's kind of like this like squirmy looking fella that you know very Smeagol. You know, and okay, so that explains why he started blasting the maps because he met Kitty Pride and he's like, next time she meets me, she's going to be impressed by this body. Yeah, and then I think some other artists got a hold of him and turned into a monster. Yeah, you know, yeah, twelve pack. Yeah, no hey, feet. Even Puck had a six pack. That's right. No feet. Six pack. No feet. Nobody had feet in the nineties. Talk about Rob Liefeld. <laughs> yeah, nobody had feet in the nineties. Where you feet? He had just tiny, <laughs> tiny dancer feet. Or, or the Jim Lee face, where everyone's just kind of uh, tiny uh. dancer. Yeah, tiny dancer's feet. 
Everybody has to grit their teeth. Close their eyes. Mm-hmm. Jim Lee face. Mm-hmm. Elton John? Yes. <laughs> yep. Elton John is a mutant. <laughs> as we saw. Uh, oh, man. Mm. I didn't think very much of... Like, I like Richard E. Grant... And he was playing, I guess he's supposed to be the big baddie. He's playing Dr. Rice in this thing. Like, uh-huh. But I don't, th- he doesn't have very much going on in this movie. He just kind of is there. A couple monologues. And, and claiming to be responsible. And This is the, a spoiler for that, yeah, which we've already said we were doing. But yeah, he wait, seems. Wait, 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 wait. Are you listening? Spoilers. Even though I said I was spoiling? How dare you? Okay, keep going. I mean, I feel. That in the beginning of the movie, you think he is going to be one of these long-winded bad guys, and then you find out as you're watching this movie that he doesn't get as much of our time as we thought he was going to. The bad guys are kind of the least interesting part of the movie. You know, it's more interesting to see, yeah, X-23 doing her stuff. and I feel like we got an explanation as to why there were no more mutants, but I didn't. There were some things that I felt... Partially, it was actually Professor X's fault. Yeah, that's what I think he was saying. Yeah, like there was a a similar thing happened in West in a Westchester event. You know, I think I think it was only there was like some low number, like mm. seven or something like that. But I get the feeling like maybe he wiped out a lot more of them unintentionally. Yeah, Yeah. but they didn't really get too much into that, right? Other than that, and then well, and then obviously. Um, our robot hand soldier guy pointed at the dock and was like, this is the guy who's responsible for the weapon, now your people, or your race. Yeah, and that's that was Donald, that was supposed to be Donald Pierce, who is like the leader of the Marauders, uh, who were human, half human, you know, yeah, half, half you know, cer- cyborg type things that like were intended to execute as many mutants as they could, yeah. kind of thing. Donald Pierce is a scary character, and here he's just like, kind of the Tossed in kind of like, you know, second banana thing. I was going to say. Do you remember a second banana? <laughs> I remember we had this discussion one time. Okay. I going to say I wasn't too <laughs> impressed with this character. I felt there was a lot of moments where he was just kind of standing around letting people get stabbed. Yeah. Or getting get that? tossed around himself. Was that, me? was that me? Or was that just me where he was just kind of like. It was just you, Aaron. Actually, everybody loved him. Okay. Mm. All right. Sarah was talking about how she wants to get a. a Pierce, uh, Pierce, Pierce, getting tossed around. The the blonde guy with the southern accent. And the yeah. the. I felt like he just did that whole like stand around thing while the hero beat the crap out of everybody. He seemed more intimidating in the beginning. Yeah. Um, we didn't really know what was going to happen at that point, but after yeah, after seeing him fight a couple of times, he was mostly just sitting in the van. <laughs> <laughs> In his truck, yeah. <laughs> he also seemed really unique in the beginning, and then later, as we see more bad guys, we realize, oh, they've all got a robot hand for yeah. some reason. Yeah. You want to join our gang? You gotta have to get this robot hand. I don't know why I gave him Australian accent. Uh, yeah, two Australians meet. I think Richard E. Grant's Australian. Mm-hmm. I- I'm probably totally wrong. He's probably British. Hudson Hawk. Check it out today. Okay. I'm sorry. I will. Why are you sorry? I started yawning. Oh, it's all your fault. I thought you were saying you were sorry because of Richard E. Grant. It's not your fault that he's cool. 
So yeah, he was in Girls, right? Yeah. That was weird. Anyway. <laughs> Who's your guys' favorite character? I mean, I dig that little girl. I dig Laura. You know, X-23. She's doing all her crazy stuff. Yeah. I didn't I didn't notice when she popped up. She she actually did pop out like foot blades at some point, huh? Yeah, she did. She started kicking I, somebody. That sucks. I Because I, that's like her character. I kind of shattered that. I was like, yeah, foot blades. Yeah. In the comic, she's got two on each hand, Wolverine style, but she's got, yeah, she's got one that pops out of her her feet at least. Or, or is it just like her boots? Uh, She's got one claw on her foot. Mm-hmm. That'd be... Weird. For some reason, it doesn't seem like it would be weird to have claws coming out of your knuckles, but if you had one coming out of your feet, that'd be... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd be tripping over it a lot. Or... be good for climbing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Your berserker rage. You, you could have... run up a tree with your hands and feet. Yeah. <laughs> could be real. You could be You could be the next uh, Slipknot. You know, he can climb anything. <laughs> That's right, Suicide Squad's MVP player. (laughs) So, Joel, I have a serious question. Hello? Do you think that this movie was better than the most recent Transformers? Oh. It was, although I still really enjoy Anthony Hopkins' performance in Transformers (laughs) The Last Night. I was kind of kidding. (laughs) Uh, I'm serious, though. I I, I always reflect upon that uh, moment in the... uh, Last night, where Anthony Hopkins has to get everybody off the submarine, he's like, "Get out of here, fatty!" <laughs> he's like hitting people with a stick. <laughs> I'm not making this up. That actually Spo- happened. Spoilers! Wow. <laughs> spoilers for um, I don't plan Transformers. On I, I don't plan on seeing it unless I really have to see it. So I don't feel too bad. Write in today if you want to force Aaron to watch Transformers. Oh, last no, night. no, don't send that email. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm not oh, watching man. it again. I made Sarah watch it for my birthday, okay? That's, the, oh. <laughs> that's I just wanted to do something stupid and fun. And there you go. We went saw it in 3D, and guess what? It was certainly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We got to go out and have fun and see a movie. But, yeah, I, did, I was kidding. I think this is much better <laughs> than the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think this is... I mean, it's obviously better than the Transformers movie. I was trying to think, am I going to watch this again? I, I probably will, not not anytime soon, just because of the way I watch movies. But it is there's something about the violence in it that is. Can we talk about the thing? I, I know you're about to go on. Oh, about the, the J- John Carpenter's thing. The thing. No. John Carpenter's thing. Let's talk, talk about, about the that. Object, the object in this movie that I thought was very interesting. Oh, you're talking about the Power Stones. No. Not the Seer Stones. You're talking about Professor X's wheelchair? No. Talking about the comic books, Joel. That's not the thing. Those are comic, comic books. The comic books. There's comic books inside this movie, Joel. A comic book movie. Inside of the movie. That's quite meta. Meta yeah. comic book in there. Yeah. About the X-Men. Yeah. X-Men comics. They, sh- <laughs> they should have shown a, a clip of X-Men Pride of the X-Men or whatever it's called. <laughs> Where Wolverine had an Australian accent. I felt the art was too modern, I'm going to be honest. I wish it had been more 90s X-Men art. And it, it looked... It was too modern. It looked like... 
I did, it didn't it look like modern to me. It looked like really? I kept saying Chris Claremont. Like it looked like that to me, like John right, Byrne or right. something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't see it, but I'll, I'll take it. I mean, you it. would know better than no, me. You read more X Men than I do. That's not true. Let's be honest. Absolutely. You see not. comics every day, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, you saw a comic today, probably. Yeah. What comic was it? Today's comic. Was it Mega Man versus Sonic? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, today was Watchmen. I read Watchmen. The first one or before? Uh, or the upcoming DC versus Watchmen. Clock, yeah. Nice. I took a little peek at tomorrow. That's the one that's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. That's that's where Superman fights Doomsday. Oh. <laughs> no, Joel. Anyway. He's on the inside track. He knows stuff. He's that's, wearing yeah. glasses. I can that's, tell oh, he knows right. things. He knows things. You're right. You guys, no, he's talking about you. You <laughs> guys both know things. You both wear glasses. <laughs> Sarah, you know things. <laughs> Come on. She she knows cool things. We only know nerdy. I look over. She's got like pipe cleaners all tied together to make glasses. <laughs> Jocks only ever think about sports. Nerds only ever think about comic books. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Were you freaking out about that meta? I like the X Men comic in this movie. To be honest with you, I thought that was a pretty cool. But even- I didn't expect that was something that, and then the. Clone Wolverine were the two things in this movie I did not expect happening. Once again, who was she making this video for? Because she was like, I've heard of a legendary place called Eden. <laughs> it's like she got it from this comic book. So was this Maybe was this video made the for the children? Book. Oh, she's the artist. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so she's a comic book artist. She works as a nurse for these children, and she also is a video editor and voiceover actor. Yes. Wow. She's on Orange is the New Black. That's not, that's unrelated. That's a different dimension. Possibly the days of future past dimension. The, the Laura girl kind of reminded me a little bit of like... Um, Shane's daughter. Eleven. Oh, yes. Huh? From Stranger Things. And she also kind of reminded me of the girl that's Papa. in uh, Let the Right One In. Oh. There was some horror. There was a little bit of a horror aspect in this movie. Definitely, yeah. Where people were screaming and they couldn't get out, and like people were getting killed. Like, snickety, snick, yeah, snick, snick. children getting, yeah, like, like yeah, children to, like, put down and and yeah, scary things. You didn't, and they made you feel vulnerable, even though you feel like Wolverine's supposed to live forever. They weakened him, yep. and you're like. I don't know what's going to happen. You're almost afraid some horses are going to get run over by some trucks. No, but Professor X, he talked to them. Yes, I know. He horse whispered with his he mind. Sa- he saved those horses using his horse powers. You know what's annoying in the future? Hmm. There's drones, but there's also big trucks that just drive themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can't swerve. They just are driving. There's nobody in them. They're just driving. Mm-hmm. Dang. All those truckers no longer have jobs. Who is going to pee into bottles and throw them on the side of the road without truckers? I'm just kidding. Lots <laughs> of people. Right. Lots of people do that. <laughs> I saw a bottle full of pee when I was going to the bank yesterday. <laughs> what the hell? It was just in the bank. It was just in the parking lot. You know, like it was probably just a homeless person hey, or something. Joel, you're certain that it was a, it was full of urine? Like, did you do a test? Either they do had you have like a uh, 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 they had chemistry set e- either somebody or? had the wrong color Gatorade in that bottle. Here's, 
<laughs> there's just a little moment from Joel's day yesterday. <laughs> Listen, I, I got out and I popped that cap. I got. Oh, <laughs> disgusting! You get up and like, like hold it up to the light. And you're like urine. I'm not, like, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> glasses on, Joel. Uh, that doesn't make me a scientist. That makes me a, a genius. <laughs> my white coat, my glasses. <laughs> I was thinking what else is in the trucker industry that's going to change like <laughs> yeah. their usual spots and their usual food and no more arm wrestling matches right, if, if right. Uh, yeah over the tops to be believed. <laughs> I love trucking and I love arm wrestling. That's my life. Starring Wolverine. That's right. Oh, he was only in What's that? Robot jocks. It's an X Men one, right? Wasn't he like fighting in a, a cage in a match? Trucker, yeah, it was a trucker cage match. I really place. like that still, even though I don't know like where that stands in like the legitimacy of the X Men characters and comics and all that. I I really like that introduction of Wolverine still. I don't think the first X Men movie went that crazy with with any of the characters like they they kept them all pretty you know maybe the probably the one that they mo- went most off base with was was magneto honestly mm. like and but you know most of the villain guys don't have very much development they were just trying to slam you know all oh, brotherhood of evil mutants we right. got toad we got Sabretooth, right we got mystique i think that's it right except magneto yep they had uh alan cummings that wasn't until the second. Yeah, oh, part. sorry. Wunderbar, <laughs> yeah. Now that was different. <laughs> okay. I gave myself all these tattoos. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was it was there on the page. He just read what was given to yeah, him. Yeah, I was trained as an assassin. No, you weren't. <laughs> Kurt Wagner. If he can be Eli Gold, he can be whatever they said he was in that movie. I am invincible. What? I am invincible. What are you talking about? Is that what he says? Goldeneye. Oh, when he's playing, yeah. The hack. With Dr. Doak. Yeah. Which is not in the movie. Everybody remembers that character. Because <laughs> he's in the first level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What uh, What else do we need to talk about about this? I yeah. think I think it's paced incredibly well. Yeah. I think doesn't, you know, once it gets the, the train rolling... It's it's a very entertaining ride, and uh, before that though, you're you're pretty involved because you're like this is this is a crusty looking world. What's going on here? Yeah, and they yeah, like like you were saying when they when he's interacting with the just his regular job, like he's not anybody, like nobody nobody seems to know who he is, right? And that's what he's trying to keep it as. And then when things start to fall apart, all because of that one lady and her her camcorder or whatever. Yeah, it's for the worse. And then I see, I, I yeah, Professor X was <laughs> he did have his irritating parts, but I did enjoy him on his road trip. Yeah, when, when they were on <laughs> going out there. Yeah, yeah. Staying in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I really liked the uh, the part the part where uh, X twenty three or Laura was in the uh, gas station. And just totally just beat the crap out of the poor gas station attendant guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where's your mom or dad? <laughs> Doesn't have any impulse control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I 
liked the part where Xavier was like, she's like, you know, kicking ass and stuff. And he's like, did she remind you of anyone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good line. Good line. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like the part when after Xavier has died and after Caliban has died. And uh, I can't remember. I think it's X-23. I think it's Laura says something to Wolverine about them. And, and Wolverine's like, yeah, they're both six feet under. And then Sarah went, no, they're not. Because <laughs> they literally, <laughs> definitely Professor X hadn't been buried. And Caliban was on a gurney somewhere. Because they were going to steal his DNA. <laughs> yeah, they were like, let's bring this one back. Yep. <laughs> he's smart and he's a tracker. Yep. It's me, Jesse Ventura, and you want to hold on? No, okay, I don't, uh, losing my mind. That's okay. That's okay. We were joking around about how many tank tops have been used (laughs) in the making of all these Wolverine movies. I just pictured, like, a, like a trailer, like a, like a trailer just sitting off camera (laughs) with, like, 20... Slightly yellowed wife beaters just yeah. in a row on hangers. I was picturing somebody like their job is opening the packages, <laughs> the packs you get of the undershirts, the ribbed mm-hmm. tank top, like Haynes Fruit of the Loom. Yes, yeah, th- thanks to Haynes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Many plastic bags were opened of tank tops in the making of this. Movie. Remember what we watched where it was like, thanks to Subway and all these other restaurants. Restaurants like oh I guess they whatever <laughs> yeah why not Haynes Haynes Reebok depends for Professor X everybody gets a thank you I wonder how many they use just in this movie yeah. <laughs> just how many tank tops in this movie alone I don't know he had to yellow a bunch of them it didn't look like he was changing his clothes he smelled real bad oh he must have yeah. He's got that musk. Was there a part where something was infected earlier in the movie, or did I just imagine that? There was a part where he, after he got in the fight with the the gang members, where he, like, went back and he was, like, you know, like, pushing the bullets out of himself. And then, like, one of his claws hadn't popped out all the way, and he, like, forced it out, you know, by pulling on it or something like that. But I don't think there was an infection thing. Going on, pour, like, a bunch that. of alcohol over his like, yeah, over his schnuckles. I think I just imagined that my own, yeah, memories. Well, they were, the Lost Boys were injecting him with that special fluid that was healing him up real good. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Magic plot healing. Yeah, and later he put, he injects himself with a whole bottle of it, and he's like, "Gotta run through this forest." Woo! Spring break. Red Bull does give you wings. <laughs> <laughs> it feels. Break. Feeling good. Looking good, Logan. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly he's like running <laughs> like the wind. Yeah. And then when he's done, he's very tired. That was just a sugar eye. <laughs> it was just it was the whole time it's been a uh, placebo. <laughs> it's just like a shot of adrenaline and then he it wore off. Yeah. Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, so, to go back to the thing I was talking about that was a plot tie-in to mm-hmm. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. The adamantium bullet. Oh, was the something, thing that was supposed to Yes, that's something they talk about in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Striker or whoever sure. is in charge was like, like, if we have to take him out, the only way to kill him is with these adamantium bullets. And I remember at the time being like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. 
is so stupid. Yeah. Why would an adamantium bullet penetrate adamantium and defeat him in a way that a different thing that might penetrate his skull wouldn't? That doesn't... Anyways. So what... He thinks that the metal is poisoning him? Yes, that's what he thought was causing him to age and his healing factor to... Because he, you know, wasn't naturally covered in adamantium. He wasn't? No, I'm just kidding. It was an upgrade. <laughs> that was a free upgrade. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> <laughs> did not request it. Yeah. So... That seems like it would be a problem if the thing he had inside of him was going to kill him. That's like been a storyline I think I, I've seen in comics. Isn't that what was like leading him up to his death a couple years ago in the first place? Wasn't his adamantium killing him? And so he was going to go take out a couple of things before, you know, like he was pretty sure he was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely something going on about his healing, how his healing factor wasn't working anymore. And, like, he was, like, slightly radioactive and a bunch of stuff like that. And sterile. Which didn't matter. No. Because he still had one child and one clone. That's right. That's right. They probably have tons in a freezer somewhere. Tons of children in of a freezer? Other little wolverines. <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Clones. X-27, 28, They've 29. They've got clones in stasis. <laughs> Wolverine, do you remember doing that in a cup one time? This is your fault. Wesley. Anyway. I thought he was going to say Wesley at one point. In <laughs> <laughs> they drove by the hotel chain, the Wesley hotel chain. He was acting as annoyed with Logan as he <laughs> is with Wesley. <laughs> if done that in Star Trek, it would have been great. What is the... Wesley. <laughs> it's like I said, he's cussing up a storm. And I see that's. I know you're enjoying it, but I just found it off putting. I just find the concept of Professor X cussing. Yeah, off putting. I know. I can't even think of like times when Professor X was angry. He's such in a, a straight book. arrow. Yeah, he's such a goody goody straight edge. You know, clean, good hearted <laughs> character in all the other movies. Yeah. Well, it's probably just the loss of control over his body. Yeah. If you think about that. Uh, probably just drove him to swears, you know? James McAvoy never swears. James McAvoy, he's not Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, James McAvoy. Right, right in today. Please don't yeah, podcast James McAvoy, you're fine, but you're not Patrick Stewart. <laughs> not yet. Give him a few years. Come on. <laughs> That Star Trek Next Generation reboot they're going to do. Movies. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Did you guys get teared up at the end? Yeah. Yeah, well. Got a little dusty in the room? Yeah. I, of course, mean when Johnny Cass started singing over the credits. No. I, I didn't believe it. I, I thought that it was going to stop and change. Wasn't even a stinger at the end to be like... Are you saying there would have been like a Batman versus Superman ending where some of the rocks would start floating? Yeah, I thought that might like happen. That. Or maybe another clone wakes up or something <laughs> like that. You know, like you know. I, I think know. he might just wake back up in his youthful body from like back in the first X Men movie. Martha. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. That'd be a way. Anyway, he just needs a nice nap. Regenerate. It's a good enough send-off. You know, I, I hope that they carry through with, like, X-23 and her little goofballs. That'd be a cool movie. But I feel like it's an alternate universe thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is 2029 or whatever, right? Yeah. Looking forward to that new Mutants movie. I think horror is a very interesting place to take these. Especially since this one worked out well so well, you know, this is like a road road chase movie. Yeah. Isn't there isn't there another one? Oh yeah, there's another they're planning to do another young X Men goofballs doing whatever. Mr oh. Mr. Sinister, I think. Not I'm not so sure about that at this point, but New Mutants, sure. I'll take it. Cool, cool. And more Legion. Yeah, I'm uh I haven't seen all of it yet, but I really enjoyed the first season so mm. far. Have you seen any of that new show that they got? The Gifted? Yeah. No. Me neither. And Deadpool 2? Uh, I have. Yes. Let's, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm. Sarah, how do you feel about the X-Men? I'm with you guys with the kind of getting burnt out on the superhero movies. I think that they were like, let's make as many as we can. And now it's getting kind of burnt out. But I really liked Wonder Woman. And I really liked the first Deadpool movie. And I mean, I've, I've been seeing most of the superhero movies. We just went and saw. Yeah, Thor Thor was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we'll probably see Justice League. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I thought this was pretty good and not just because of my expectations of what it was probably going to be. I think it was just kind of good anyway. Kind of an entertaining watch. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like it could be watched, yeah, standalone. This this movie could stand alone, and, and the best superhero movies usually can. Wonder Woman, Iron Man. Yeah, even, I feel like even the Avengers could basically stand alone as its own little crazy action movie. And of course, going back to, to the real good movies, we're talking Batman 89, right? And we're talking yeah. Superman with Christopher Reeve. Speaking we're, of Batman 89. We're talking about Captain America with Matt Salinger, a.k.a. J.D. Salinger's son. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah and I guested on the Batman 89 Minute by Minute podcast. I don't know when those episodes are coming out, but we did two of the minutes uh, recently. Those guys are cool. Yeah. We should definitely have them guess. Absolutely. That'd be fun. And that's that's called Batman 89 Minute, I think, if you look it up. There are actually a couple of <laughs> different, ba- obviously, you know, if somebody's coming doing minute-by-minute Batman movies, are going to be popular. So there's like Dark Knight Minute, there's DC Movies Minute, and then there's probably just regular old Batman Minute for all I know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Start with the, the 60s Batman. Yeah. But yes, Logan, I salute you with my claws. Snick. Hugh Jackman, you were awesome. If if this is the last time we saw see you as Wolverine, I it think it was fun. Yeah, I think that was a very good send off, and we've really enjoyed you as the character. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Hugh. You're cool. Now it's time for Kevin Pollock to take over the role. <laughs> So, uh, Kevin Pollock and the, and the Wolverine Snickety Snickety from Mall Rats is like my mm-hmm. other association. Like, 
before I even really knew much about Wolverine beside the cartoon, I had that like whole movie memorized. So everything they say about superheroes in Mallrats, I know. I know that. <laughs> nice. The thing is his dork made out of rock. Yes. Is it really? Have you yeah. seen indeed know this for Same. a fact? It's did, a superhero. What did, what, did he, what did he do with Alicia Masters? Was she a scroll at the time? Anyways, I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson that you learned from Logan. 2017, directed by James Mangold. A man made completely out of gold. It's a good joke, right? Help me. So, if uh, I already uh, told you our contacts, Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash pdsmios. Email is please don't podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be waiting for your email, James McAvoy, or on Twitter at, at Outer Space Pod. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a star or written rating that increases our visibility, which gets us more listeners. That's what we want. We want those listeners' souls. I mean, uh, people to like us. Tell a friend. That's something I don't recommend very often. If you think you know somebody who would enjoy listening to a, uh, three goofballs, oh, two goofballs and Sarah, talk about <laughs> science fiction and fantasy movies, uh, tell them about it. You know, tell your mom, tell your sister, tell my sister. She doesn't know. Tell everybody. Put it on the internet. You would think that we'd be able to do these things ourselves, but it's actually quite difficult, especially when you barely have the capacity to handle your own telephone. Hello, Grandma? Check out the other shows on our podcast network, EarTrumpetAudio.com. There's great shows on there, like Pet Cinematary, one of my personal favorites, where they talk about the animal friends in movies. There is Taxes and Tater Tots, who talk about what it's like to be grown up and still trying to hold on to those kitty things that you can at the same time. And, of course, The Realist which is going through the top 100 movies as rated by the American Film Institute, one at a time. All right, a lesson that you learned from Logan. Lucky Logan. Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. I always mix it up. That's a really good movie, too. That came out this year. Steven Soderbergh. It's got Channing Tatum in it. Has nothing to do with the X-Men, though. I think it just came out on DVD and Blu-ray. Cool. But you should watch both those. Watch both the movies with the word Logan in it. We're good this year. <laughs> How often does that happen? Not very. No. Did you learn anything from this movie, Aaron? Oh, I learned uh bring uh bring bring a Wolverine action figure to Wolverine's funeral. That's one thing I learned. That's think, a way to honor him. You think that's respectful? I think so. <clears throat> Maybe if he'd left it on its grave or something. He had the yellow costume. I know. He should have wore it. I know. Oh, well. Kind of sad Hugh Jackman never got to wear that yellow yellow costume. Sarah, do you have a lesson? My lesson for this movie is try to keep a little uh, biplane hidden somewhere. If you've ever been a superhero, you ever had any kind of money and it's turning into a bad situation, kind of a... You know, trying to get mutants across the border type situation. It's easier to cross that border if you've got a little plane somewhere. Oh. 
you can just go over an eight miles worth of woods and hills. That makes sense. Take it to the skies. Mm. Also, Wolverine needs a lot of Hanes undershirts. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone needs a lot of Hanes undershirts. I don't think Wolverine's gone. This podcast is sponsored by Hanes. Not in my heart. Oh, no. That's right. He's not dead in your heart. You know, they had a prime opportunity. They could have had, like, a rebooted brand new Wolverine coming in, but they had to reintroduce him in Days of Future, or not, in X-Men Apocalypse, so they could have started fresh. They're like, nah, it's too cool. We gotta have a Wolverine appearance. No thank you. My lesson is that it's never a good idea to make an escape plan based on an idea from a comic book. I can't think of a single one where that would be a good idea. I mean, you see what happens in Watchmen. You gotta have like a big old owl. 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 Ship. All I'm gonna. All I'm gonna say is Joel is that the uh, Frog Brothers they gave a comic book to somebody once and they're like, "This might save your life." Was it about vampires? Yeah, it was. Okay, well, see, this isn't Santa Rosa, so it's not it doesn't apply in this situation. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, don't, don't make your plans around comic books. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.